Today, we're continuing our PropCast series where we can take a quick look at each step of the TBO eight-step process for building a travel planning business. I'm Devin McKinney, co-founder of Travel Beyond the Obvious, where we train and certify travel planners. I'm here with Madeline Jower, the other co-founder and the travel expert. She started Italy Beyond the Obvious, one of the first successful fee-based travel planning services 13 years ago, helping people take bucket list trips to Italy. She designed uh, the eight-step process based on years of experience, seeing what works and what helped her build a six-figure travel planning business. Let's dive into step four, which is all about Madeline's unique travel planning process and what to do once you land a customer. Okay, I did everything in lesson three. I've learned to overcome uh, customer objections. I'm closing customers. Now I have a customer. What do I do? What's my next step? Yes, exactly. This is the uh, next step in 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 when you get a customer. What do you do? And uh, when I first started documenting and recording this step four for our our travel beyond the obvious students i thought this would be the secret sauce this is what everyone wants this is when people would contact me at italy beyond the obvious and say teach me how to do what you do this is what they wanted to know um but you need lessons one two and three before you can get to this point so once you have the customer how do you um plan their trip and the key here is that you need to plan plan it in a way where details don't fall through the cracks. That's very, very important. And you're working efficiently. And so those are the key goals of this travel planning process that I developed over, over more than a decade at Italy Beyond the Obvious. It was because, you know, when you have the first customer, it's fine. You, you have everything in your head. It's no problem. You have the second customer, maybe everything's in your head. When you have 10 customers, 20 customers, when you're working on 30 trips at a time, you need a process. You do not want to be wasting time doing things twice. Things fall through the cracks. You think you did something and you didn't. And so that's where this travel planning process um, is really, really, I think, the secret sauce of a successful online travel business. Is it one size fits all? I mean, does this this process you've come up with work for people that are taking a three day trip to Capri or planning a wedding in uh, Cinque Terre? So that's a great uh, point. And why don't we walk through the five steps? We do right. tell, I do say in the lesson, make sure that not only the steps, but the order of the steps works for you because I designed these steps for Italy. Um, and they might not be that you might need to flip. There's five steps and you might need to flip steps three and four for a different country or step five might not be relevant for a different country. And that's what I say through all of the steps when you're, when I'm working on these steps for building an online travel planning business, it's, it's, you know, it's more like, this is what I did. This is what worked for me. There isn't one right way. It's not the only right way, but I can tell you that this worked for me. So I'm happy to walk through these steps and then people can kind of think about um, whether they would might work for their destination, their area of expertise. Can you tell us what those steps are just at a high level? Yes, absolutely. So step one is uh, the framework, the overall itinerary. This is where I ask questions to my Italy clients. I say, tell me about your perfect day, who are the travelers, and I put together, based on my interview with them, I put together the high-level overall itinerary. And these are just 
where they're going to go in terms of cities, how long they're going to stay there. We make sure we have the, you know, if they say to me, we definitely want to see the Coliseum in Rome, I make sure that's in there. You know, if they say we definitely want to hit beaches or mountains, I make sure that's in there. It's the overall framework. We haven't gotten into details of um, exactly which tours we're going to book. We have not talked about which restaurants they're going to stay at. We have not talked about which hotels they're going to sleep at, but we have the the skeleton that the rest of the details are going to fit into. And this is really important. I will spend a lot of time on this step because I don't want to get halfway through the planning and have them say, oh my gosh, we don't have enough time in Tuscany. It's really hard to go backwards um, and, and, take a day off somewhere else and, and make those changes later. So step one is the overall itinerary, which is super important. Um, step two is accommodations. And again, that's where at Italy Beyond the Obvious, we book everything from Airbnbs to villas to five-star hotels to farmhouses to pensiones to you name it. Um, and so that's then we slot in the accommodations. Step three is all about tours and guides and activities. And that's where we will send people, you know, a, a small group Coliseum tour versus a private guide. And, uh, and we'll talk to them about the, the pros and cons of each. Um, and we, if we're working with a budget, that's where we'll revisit the budget and say, look, here's a VIP behind the scenes tour versus here's, you know, something that is less. Um, and uh, step four is all about logistics. So that's where we, you know, either book the trains or book the drivers or rent the car, organize the airport transfers, include boat schedules and itineraries. It's all the logistics. And I think in Italy, the logistics are, you know, it's something, it's super, super important. If the logistics don't work, the whole trip can be messed up. The logistics should be smooth and seamless and, in the background it just makes everything else flow smoothly so the logistics are a really really important step and then step five is the restaurants and the food and uh, we send recommendations we talk to our clients about are you foodies do you want pizza do you want a trattoria hole in the wall do you want a you know sampling of a local food tour where you kind of hop from place to place do you want to eat early do you like a pair of tv do you need gelato gelateria recommendations do you want recommendations for cafes for lunch all that sort of thing that's step five and uh, we have found that doing it in that order um, means that a details do not get don't fall through the cracks and b i'm not doing anything twice well, that sounds great. Um, I, it occurs to me, not everybody does travel planning in Italy. Um, we're actually finding we have students that are um, doing other countries or other types of travel, RV travel. Um, does this work for other countries? What if I'm doing travel planning for Germany? Do I need a full lesson on logistics or one of the, one of the countries where the trains run on time? Is this all still going to be useful? So the travel planning process tells you what to do in what order. Um, so we don't teach the logistics to someone, for example, who's doing Germany. They have to already know the logistics. But in that example of Germany, yes, this this approach and this process works really well. Where you might not need it is, um, you know, let's say you are working somewhere where the logistics are complicated. So, for example, when my family and I went to India last time, we had to book our trains six months in advance. Um, the trains in India at that time, you were selling out really, really early. 
Um, and so you kind of have to know what you have to book when for your destination. So if I were starting an India travel planning business, my logistics step might not be step four. It might be step two. It might be the very first thing that I look at before I even book hotels, because otherwise I'm not going to be able to get that train. So that's an example of, you know, where you might rearrange the steps for your specific destination. And yeah, as you said, we have people who do other niche specialties, someone who does pet travel, someone who does RV travel, someone who has does the national parks in the United States. Um, you kind of have to say what, you know, the people that take our class are people who are kind of doing it anyway. They have a lot of experience. They're doing it for passion. And so you have to say, in my experience, how do I do things? What's the order of doing things? What you, what the, the, the point of this uh, process is also to focus the client. And because the client, <laughs> the clients are so excited. And as soon as they tell their friends, in my case, they're going to Italy, everybody says, oh, you should eat at this restaurant. And so, or I went to this amazing place. And so even though they've only hired me and we haven't even talked about the overall itinerary yet, they're already sending me restaurants for that they want to eat at in Rome. And so this is also my way of reassuring them and saying, step five is restaurants. We're going to get to restaurants. I promise I'm organized. No detail will fall through the cracks. I've made a note in your tra in the travel planning software. We will get there. I won't forget. And so it's a way of like, Focus, zeroing, like focusing the clients on now we're picking restaurants, now we're picking hotels, now we're focusing on the activities, but don't worry, I won't forget, we will get there. So you use the five-step process in your communications with your clients? Yes. So you tell yep. them about it in advance and you say, here's the steps we're going through and here's how it's going to go and yes, and it and keep your, your deals on track. Yes. And, you know, uh, customer expectation is a huge, huge piece of being a successful travel planner. So you need to communicate that customer, the expectation to the customers. What am I going to do for you? By when am I going to do it? And if I have a process, so what I say to them is when you hire me, we will dive right into the overall itinerary. We'll get that done. We will dive right into the hotels because I can book hotels a year in advance if you've hired me a year in advance. If you've hired me a year in advance, I cannot book the tour guides. I cannot buy tickets to you know, the Vatican Museum's a year in advance. I cannot buy your train tickets a year in advance. And so I tell the customer, I have a five-step process. I'm going to do your hotels by, let's say, you know, September, but you might not hear from me for three months because I cannot get to the next step until, you know, February. Um, and so it's a really important tool for the customers as well, because it makes you seem organized. And then maybe if it's a customer who wants more of a high touch, you just check in with them and you just say, I haven't been able to book anything. Maybe you send them articles you found just so they feel like you haven't forgot about them but they know that you're not going to get back to them with information about specific tours until three months from now. So you mentioned software. Does this lesson um, step cover uh, software we that you use that, 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 I sh the, that the travel planner should use when they're planning trips? Step seven is all about the tools that you need. Um, 
because what what step four focuses on is how to stay organized. Um, if you do steps one, two, and three, you will get a constant stream of customers. And so this is about once you get that constant stream of customers, you have a new problem. It's like new level, new devil. You know, it's like, how do I get customers? Okay, now I've got customers. Now how do I keep my customers organized? And this is about how to work efficiently and keep those customers organized. At a certain point, you need to work as efficiently as possible. And so step seven talks about all the tools that I use to run my business as efficiently as possible. And that travel planning software is included in that step. All right, well, that's great. Um, so what's the next devil here? If Let's suppose that I get my arms around the process and I, I understand what how I'm gonna work with my, my customers. What's the next thing that you, you show in your lessons? Yeah, step five. Um, is really kind of back to the basics in the sense that, you know, when we start training people, people come to us with enthusiasm. They're like, I'm doing this anyway. I have this deep expertise. I want to turn it into a business. I'm passionate about it. So we take that passion and we help them figure out the customers and the products and the services, and we help them set up a website and make sure they're Googleable and all the stuff we we teach in, in step two about how to attract the right customers. And then we show them how to close the customers. And now we're showing them this, this unique five-step travel planning process. But at a certain point, you have to remember, it's kind of like back to the basics, like how are you going to make money? So step uh, five is all about how to make money. And that's kind of like, well, let's look at your expenses. A lot of people are wondering how much does it cost? How, what are my monthly expenses? What what do I need? What, what am I going to spend in order to start this travel planning business? And then let's look at your revenues. And there are other ways that you can have revenues and bring in money um, that are in addition to any travel planning fees you charge. So we talk about the ways to make to make revenues. And it's just one of those things that when you have a business, you always have to keep that in mind. How are you going to be profitable? How are you going to make money? And so that's the topic of, of lesson five, of step five. Great. Well, um, uh, thanks very much. And uh, appreciate uh, the time and I look forward to our next podcast where we'll talk about uh, lesson five, how to make money. Thank, Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thanks so much.